Welcome to Glitch Please, the show where we talk about video games and the video games we're playing and all the news in the video <laughs> games. Better. And uh, Adam, we don't know what? what is happening with Adam, but things are definitely happening in there. Adam, are you in there? Yes. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Hi. Uh, Adam just took a while to boot up. It happens. It's morning. And, it's morning. You know, we nothing you can do about it. That's why this is all these coffee. Are, all these eyes coffee. are by destiny. <laughs> Yeah, you took off this week for Destiny. Yeah, the only reason I'm here is to talk about Destiny. I'm going home playing. All right. (laughs) (laughs) This week uh, on the show, we are going to talk about Destiny 2 because, well, that's taken over everyone's lives. Uh, But then also, because this really kicks off the season for holiday game releases, uh, we're going to discuss what's coming up for the holiday for video games, um, what some of the big releases are, what we're looking forward to, uh, and also run through a couple of the biggest news items for the week. So let's start off. First of all, has anyone been playing anything that's not Destiny 2? Yes. Oh. Before Destiny you came did? out. You did? Yeah, in the past week, of course. There's there's games before Tuesday night. You weren't just there were games were before just, Destiny? I actually I actually I did oh, I, I did I did like a goodbye Destiny thing where I played Destiny 1 a little bit, but really I've been playing a lot of board games, dude. Really? Yeah. No, I saw you uh, posting some photos on Twitter, which uh, your your Twitter is uh, Gilby Ranger for anyone who wants to uh, sweet see plug. Adam's yeah. sweet tweets. <laughs> Uh, because you've been posting some board games as well that I've never heard of. Yeah, man. Uh, there, there's like a world of board games out there. I'm like, I'm very new to it. But um, like, like I think it started with the Dark Souls board game where I bought that, and I was like, and you bought it because it was Dark Souls, not because I bought you really it because it was Dark a, Souls, a board game. Exactly, and that was like a huge learning curve, but also like kind of opened my eyes to like this is really co-op board games are really fun. I was never into like competitive board games because people get really pissy and things like that. But when you're playing against the game with your friends, Aww. that's a lot of fun. Now, have you played Contagion? Oh, that's, that's from my tweet. No, I have not. You, if, you like, if you like co-op board games, I recommend Contagion. Contagion okay. is really fun. Yeah. So what, what I've been playing most of is, is like cooperative fantasy dungeon crawlers where like you all assume the role of a character uh, and then you go through the dungeon and you your character progresses. The one in the tweet is uh, Zombicide. Uh, where there are six different playable characters, um, there's hordes of zombies, and like there are scenarios laid out for you where you assemble the tiles in a certain way, you assemble objectives, there are treasures and vaults, and uh, and you basically like go through this little like it's kind of like D and D light with your characters, where you're going through rooms, clearing objectives, killing zombies, and it's really fucking fun, man. That's awesome. Um, it looks really intimidating just from the photo. I can see, yeah, I can understand why you say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the game, like, puts a lot of zombies on the board. Like, the whole g- the game really does feel like a zombie invasion. Uh, and, like, these are, like, little character dashboards where you have, like, your, it's like your equipment menu. Like, you have stuff in your left hand, your right hand, you have armor, you have an inventory. Um, so, on the surface, I can see why it's a little complicated. And it is a little bit, it is a little bit, like, intimidating to look at, but uh, when you break it down, it's pretty easy. I also just got another one, literally sitting right over there. What is I got it? The, uh, I just picked I'll it up. bring it on. How, how many people can play this one simultaneously? That's a six-player game. Is it heavy? Oh, oh my lord! Oh Look my god! Hold on, let's. Now I got a League do. of Legends. Oh, good lord! So this is uh, <laughs> this is Mechs vs Minions. My friend recommended this to me. My friend David, because uh, he's a really big board game guy. Uh, but it's 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 based on the world of League of Legends. It's not a MOBA board game though. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like a, it's a another two to four player. Co-op game that are all scenario based. Uh, and, Congratulations! And it's all it's like the, the the reason I bought this game is because of the presentation of it all. Like 
and look how many fucking minis there are. There's That's a lot so of minis. Are you gonna paint them? So actually, what's cool is the main characters are already painted. Uh -huh. It's like takeout food. It's um, separate. It is, uh, and they're, these are already have a like an acrylic wash on them, so they already have a little bit of shading. I'm gonna leave these ones as is, but. I'm on a fucking kick, man. Uh, so if you guys have any recommendations, I'll take them. But I'll let you know this is. I feel like we should play some board games together as a podcast. I was. Do you just did you seeing this? I'm like, all right, I'm gonna make a show. Let's do it. Let's. Can I be uh, on your show? Some, let's play some board games. Can I play board games with you. Should absolutely be a show. There's no reason we shouldn't have a board game show. All right, here we go. Board game show. You heard <laughs> it here first. Uh, if we see it. On a show that we put out, mm -hmm. we've already said we're gonna play Terraria that... on a show too. That never fucking happened. Oh, Wait. Teddy's playing Terraria, so now I have to. All right, all right, all right. Um, but no, now that we we we've said it on a show, mm -hmm. that's the green light process, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So like we show. now have the go ahead the to ground do swell where people will start demanding yeah. it. If I just start bringing in my board games and start piling them in front of someone's <laughs> office, is that how I start getting things greenlit? Yes. Okay, perfect. I'm yes. on it. <laughs> it's it's all it's all about just piling stuff up. Um, so, board games. You said oh, you I have do, been I playing do, something I, else. I, there was something I got to play while I was at uh, PAX because I just came back from PAX West. Um, and while I was there, I got to go check out uh, Evil Within Two and uh, Fallout Four VR at the Bethesda Ooh. booth. All right. Talk about Fallout 4. Okay. <laughs> uh, basically, the part I got to play was sort of the introductory um, mission that you have in, uh, is it Covenant? Uh, where you, you meet the uh, Patriots faction. What are they? The, the Pats fans. You know, I know the, what you're talking about. Yeah, you know who I'm name. talking about. The, yeah. the football team. I couldn't hear it so well, so my, football? my yeah, it's mm -hmm. totally all football. football. Yeah, yeah. You go, it's basically your first town you encounter, and you meet your first faction, and there's kind of a big fight, and you get some power armor to play around with. The pilgrims. The pilgrims, sure. How confident are you? The Constitution men. Yes, I like that the one. The minute matchstick. The Minutemen. Minutemen. That's the one. That's you got it. You were so close. I was just going through the process you were of like elimination. Or something. What'd you say? <laughs> said matchstick. There was Which a, is a movie there. with Nick Cage. It's a yeah. great movie. I re yeah. really enjoy that movie. Actually. The Commonwealth Minutemen. Commonwealth Minutemen. There, you there go. we go. Uh, so it was really cool to, uh, and, you know, again, one of the great things about VR is getting a sense of perspective and scale on everything. Yep. Um, so I entered the area on foot, and you know, it, part of that. First mission, you also get power armor. As soon as I was in power armor, I was like huge oh, and bigger than everybody. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, the the version that I was playing there, you had infinite ammo and had like a selection of weapons. So I just got to go to town on anything I wanted to. And um, yeah, I uh, I understand the movement in the Fallout 4 uh, VR is teleportation. Well, no, actually, it's selectable. They have a teleport. Okay, great. And they have a. a I heard the teleportation mm -hmm. detail and immediately lost interest because I thought this sounds fantastic to play, but part of what makes those games, like the just the Bethesda games in general, both Fallout and Skyrim, which is also coming out in VR, really uh, engaging is wandering through that world. So if all you do is like teleport from spot to spot to spot, that feels like um, mist. Yeah. And I don't. I don't really need. And that. in combat, that's that's not. Great. Uh, no, they they did have it a selectable option because that's the as soon as the first thing I asked was it was defaulted to teleport. I was like, is there any other way to do this? And they're like, oh yeah, just go in this option. So is that basically like a stand up versus sit down implementation potentially? You could yeah, you could argue that, but I think just as many people could. There's well, turning was still very was based on turning your body, mm -hmm. um, and then the the D pad is or the touchpad was strafe. Unfortunately, the the demo module they had the left stick 
thumb pad was broken going Great. right. Oh, that So I sucks. could strafe left, but not strafe right, Great. and I messed that up so many times. Um, what, what was uh, what was that's like? Did it actually pull out? Yeah. I mean, well, it didn't like pull out, but once you activated it, whatever target you were looking at, you could just like. So but when you get a crit, it doesn't like like zoom into the zombie game like. I don't know that I got a crit. Okay. Or if if maybe it just doesn't. Okay. Um, Probably not. I mean, I would assume that'd be too disorienting. I'm gonna be honest. I I really didn't use vats that often just because it was so much fun to shoot by hand. Uh, I, 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 that's reasonable. Yeah, I mean. That's what they planned on. It felt good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but being able to do this was was pretty cool. Yeah. With the Pip-Boy and kind of select around through it and uh, everything felt okay. Uh, you can even still pick things up and like manipulate them in the world. The, the one problem I had with that was I kept picking things up and like I tried to put a coffee cup on this guy's head and as soon as I released the thing that was letting me manipulate it physically, I think I picked it up. Which is, I, I want to be able to stack things. Mm -hmm. but there's okay. probably a way around that. Um, but yeah, no, the shooting felt good. The death claw was huge. Do you think, the the real question is like, but in a demo environment where mm -hmm. it, VR in bite sizes is fucking great, but the real challenge is being able to sit in a headset for four or five hours at a time. Is it something that would compel you to do that? Uh, probably. I mean, I, it's something I would want to play I don't know if I'd play the entirety of the game again, um, but it'd be almost more like a, a tourist experience. Like, I want to go see everything. I want to see all those moments from the game that I remember and see it, like, in first person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see VR view. What's yeah. his name? The Prime Big Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Big yeah, Boy Prime. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> we've, we've lost the name. It's been Sounds like long. how I talk yeah. about my favorite characters, the prime big boy, you know, the good boy. boy. You know, prime. Yeah. Um, I've heard, this is a Vive exclusive, right? Uh, it, it was demoed on Vive. Um, I don't think there are Vive exclusives. I well, think, I think, it's, I think so, it's on the Steam I think platform. Bethesda, yeah, Bethesda announced it, um, and I think... They're just not going to make it for Oculus, I think is what it amounts to. Yeah. I think if it runs through Steam, though, like they're, it is natively supporting the Oculus. I believe that is probably true. Now you may have the thing that may the not room scale VR thing might be very hard or might be more difficult for Vive. The touch may not be supported, mm. which would make touch. what do you mean? Uh, the Oculus, Oculus touch. touch. Oh, so if they yeah. haven't done anything to customize it for yeah. that, it might be gotcha. That might be problematic. There's but a statement ben? early last month that said they kind of backtrack on that Vive exclusive, saying it's launching exclusively exclusively for Vive in December, but may come to other platforms later on. Okay, but may yeah, because that's the real joke. When I heard that, I remember thinking. Weren't Vive the ones talking about how exclusives in VR were bad? <laughs> I mean, I, there's no real, as, as Adam said, I think that runs on Open VR when it's on Steam, so I don't know that there's such so a So maybe thing they're just not that. officially supporting I, I think, it yet. I, yeah, I think that's just like yeah. they need to do the port to the controllers and also make sure that they can say that it works well enough in Oculus room scale mm -hmm. that they can say, yeah, it's an Oculus game, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks like Bethesda later tweeted out that Fallout 4 VR is only coming first to HTC Vive and that they want to support as many platforms as possible, which all but confirms the game will eventually release on PSVR like Skyrim VR and Doom VR. Oh. I mean, Oculus, yeah. People will instantly be able to port it to Oculus yep. just by virtue of the fact that it will run on that platform, more than likely. Uh, but yeah, uh, PlayStation VR is a whole other hurdle. Yeah, well, Bethesda and, and PlayStation hardware have not always been kind to each other in the past. <laughs> so we'll see how that ends up going. Mm -hmm. So would recommend checking it out, yes. How was PAX? 
was a lot of fun. Uh, it seemed like compared to E3, it was much more uh, easy to navigate. Like the the lines, they were much better at like capping the lines earlier. <clears throat> so that kept people having a chance to come through. Like at E3 this year, this last year, some lines would fill up before the convention hall even opened. And that would be the line for the day. Like no one would ever see that line again or would be in it for the rest of the time that they spent there. Um, this one, it seemed like they were capping them like and trying them like an hour or two hours, something like that. Though I'm, I've heard of a few that were up to four, but uh, the and they would just say, come back. Like, okay. And that, that really made the floor flow a lot better. Uh, but no, it was a lot of fun. It was a cool environment. Uh, I'm surprised that I didn't see as much cosplay as I thought I was going to. PAX yeah. isn't really a cosplay con. I've heard that. I, I wouldn't say that. At all. I mean, it's not like it's not a cosplay yeah. con, but it's not like an anime expo. True. It's there's a lot packed. of good cosplay. At PAX. Yeah, there's there great is. cosplay at PAX. It's just not. Uh, well, I was even, I mentioned that to people there, and they're like, "Yeah, it's it's a little bit light this year." Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what was up. Were you at the booth when uh, when Tim Robbins was there? Wait, as in, as in Shawshank Tim Redemption? Came tall, to the super booth? tall Tim Robbins? No, as in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, he's like yeah. crazy tall. Oh, yeah, okay. Crazy yeah, tall. he was at the booth for like three hours, apparently. Just that, like hanging out. The RT booth? Yeah, he just wanted a place to sit down and work on shit. <laughs> That's, I was not aware of that, no. Like, Adam was like, yeah, the, the PAX was fine. The one weird thing was like Tim Robbins was there, and he wanted to use our Wi-Fi, which I, we let him, but... Tim Robbins, Evan was very confused. I was like, wait, that is very confusing. I was like, explain the situation. He's like, Tim Robbins came by and sat down at the signing table just to hang out and work on his laptop. Well, what? all right. During a signing? or No, just like when he wanted, he just was there. Life as Tim Robbins is good. I guess. Okay. You get free Wi Fi. Yeah. I don't know why he would just like, uh, is he an art? Fan or have like a no, I don't think he just saw a table. Anyone, you see, you see a table, you sit down at the table, you ask for the Wi Fi password. Yeah, all right, good. What do you mean? Good on you, Tim Robbins. I think he wants to just see those like head turns. Was like, what the fuck is Tim Robbins doing here? Sorry, uh, I almost beat Mario Rabbids. Oh, nice, that was nice. Yeah, it's like a good, like I was telling you yesterday, it's a good game that like you can just pick up, play a world, put it down, or play for three hours and put it down. Um, so I've been slowly chunking my way through that. I think I have like one more board because I'm in the last world. And nice. I've been trying to do a perfectionist run, so I'm getting perfects on everything. So I keep going back. You have to like go back and do you, do you, can you replay or do you have to reload an earlier save? Uh, replay. So there's like a, a level machine you can go into and replay worlds. Gotcha. And so I have everything perfected other than the last world. And so I'm going to finish the last one. And then go back, perfect the last world, and that'll probably be done until the DLC comes out. Have you done all the challenges? No. They're hard, They're dude. hard. I tried the first challenge, and I was like... I tried the first challenge after eh. I beat the first world, and I was like, defeat 14 enemies in three turns. Like, I don't have the means. Exactly. Like. So that's why it's, like, nice to go back and perfect all the worlds once you're overpowered. Because you can, like, just destroy everybody. And I've been finding myself, like, beating rounds that are like, you have eight turns in two. And I'm like, ha-ha. Fuck everybody. <laughs> and it's a very nice feeling. So I'm hoping that. Mario Smash! Exactly. I'm hoping that I can just do all of that, like get completely overpowered, perfect everything. And then probably if I'm like, I have 30 minutes to kill, I'll pick up the game, do a challenge mode. But I'm hoping we haven't had anything announced, but like it would be crazy if there was no DLC, if there were no extra worlds, because like there were just four of them. That's not enough. Yeah, it seems um, when there are that number of worlds, it almost feels like not a tech demo. Right. I don't think that's doing it justice, but certainly a um, proof of audience appetite. Mm -hmm. Like, here's the first game. It's a little bit smaller in scale. Um, if this one does well, then we do sequels that have more worlds, mm -hmm. more, you know, mm -hmm. more all kinds of crazy stuff. But this is just to 
see do people want this because right. not every crossover works. I know they keep doing Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. But Do it people never buy works. That? No, no one ever buys Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, and they keep making them. I, uh, there's one thing I complain about that game, is that, like, in the first boss in that game is rabid Donkey Kong. And it's like, okay, all these bosses are going to be, like, rabid and Mario tie-ins. And the bosses are great, especially the third boss. I think they're awesome. But I think there's, I feel like they could do so much more with that. We're just bringing yeah. in Nintendo characters and, like, mixing them with rabbits. If there's DLC, that's what I want to see. And I want to see more characters, goddammit. I know. There's not there's, nearly enough. There's not nearly enough. I would I would want to see, like, Rabid Wario and Rabid yeah. Waluigi. Yeah. Do you think they're yeah, like... But they, but they do have to, like, characters. save that for Probably. future installments. Because if you do all of the characters all at once, then you got, you get you got nothing for the yeah. future. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with Adam. I hope that there's more, like, bosses that are other Nintendo characters. That would be really fun to just see, like, Super Smash, but with Rabbids. Yeah, that third boss in that game. Super Smash, but with rabbits. <laughs> that, you hear that, Nintendo? But the so the game that's been taking everyone's lives over Knack this two. week, Knack Two. So let's just chuck Destiny Two out and talk about Knack Two, the sequel that everyone was for super a excited about. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, that also released this week. It did release this week. I don't know why it chose this week to release. Against Does, did it matter? Des really I mean, was. I guess maybe there's not a whole <laughs> ton of audience crossover between the Knack 2 audience and the Destiny 2 audience, but the big game is obviously Destiny 2. Yeah. So it is finally hit. It is not out for PC yet. It will not be until next month, but it came out for uh, PS4 and for Xbox One. What do you play it on? I'm playing on Xbox One. PS4. PS4. Xbox One. I'm playing um, I was debating because uh, the boys are playing it on Xbox. But I had a sneaking suspicion that they're going to switch to PC, mm. but uh, they don't have a PS4 at their mom's house. So they're playing on Xbox for now, and then they'll just start over completely when it comes to PC. And I'll be there like, got my sweet cross-save character. Mm. There is no cross-save. For, well, for PS4 or PC. What? No? Uh -uh. No. Nothing? No. I heard that you could take your character well, from PS4 to PC, time, but not Xbox. No, every time we've asked Not cross, Deej, not cross play. Not cross play, but cross save, yeah. Not every time we've asked Deej. <laughs> Deej always goes, we'd Deej. like to. Yeah, he just gives you that real but sideways look. we can't because of <coughs> I'm sorry to other factors. She was like, we're in so talks with people uh -huh. and we'd love to. And I'm like, so Deej? And he's like, We'd love to. What if, like, what if by right before release of the PC version, like, and uh, PS4 will uh, cross save? You think all the Xbox players that are switching to PC would be fucking pissed? Oh, absolutely. I would. I, I would. Mean, honestly, my assumption is that it's Sony's fault that we don't have it already. Sony seems uh, pretty mm -hmm. intent on yep. keeping stuff to themselves. Sony doesn't like cross. Anything. Anything. And this, here's the thing. I can see them being kind of. I'm sorry if I'm casting aspersions upon you, Sony, but I can see like Xbox. You know, Microsoft has been pretty open to these ideas. Plus, they've got a history with Bungie. Mm -hmm. They'd probably be like, "All right, you want to cross save? Sure, go for it." But Sony's been real stick in the mud about the whole process. I can see them going, "No," and because you have <laughs> exclusives with us, we're not going to let you do it with anybody else either. Yeah, True. but I think that's but that's. If there's a holdup, that's going to be where it is because Sony, they, you know, everyone is saying, uh, like, Rocket League is like, we've got crossplay ready. Sony says no. Uh, more recently, Arc said, we've got crossplay ready. Sony says no. It really, um, uh, Microsoft was like, we'd like to get the, the PlayStation version of Minecraft working with everyone else. But Sony says no. Sony 
Sony, Sony, let me pitch you a new movie idea. It's it's a remake of the classic Jim Carrey Yes Man, only with you saying <laughs> yes finally to everything that people want. The thing, and the thing is, like, they don't really have to because they're they're, they're like. It's not about having to. It's about just uh, improving your life. You know, it's about uh, expanding your horizons. Hey, Sony, don't be a dick. Yeah. Your horizons. Let's it's talk. Let's talk about the good things. Let's I'm talk sorry, about Destiny. 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 Was it? All right. So Destiny 2 is out. Yes. Uh, is it living up to your expectations so far? Yes. <laughs> what were your expectations? My expectations were that it's going to be more story, which within the first 20 minutes it proved it already was. My expectations were that the game was going to be pretty, which within the first 20 minutes it already proved it was. That the soundtrack was going to be great. Again, proved it. Uh, that I was going to have a good time and that my friends are going to also enjoy it and we're going to have play together and have a good time. Yeah, it's living up to all my expectations. So, so you've been you've been playing um, with people pretty exclusively, right? You're not playing it solo except where you have to. I've been playing it solo actually for the past night. Uh, okay. Last night I played completely solo because there was a GameStop mix up and my friend doesn't have her game yet. Oh, oh no! So she doesn't get it till tomorrow and she's very upset about it. But um, so this is the first time I've actually taken Destiny in by myself without commenting and friends and gasping together. It was just me in my apartment playing Destiny for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours last night. And um, I love it. I love it so much. I mean, I've, I've been a Destiny 1 player since Destiny 1 dropped. And so I've been playing all of the years and I've been waiting for Destiny 2. I played it at E3. I was like, ah, this is the first moment I'm playing Destiny 2. I'm waiting so hard for it. And uh, I think that because there was no story really in the first Destiny 1, they tried to do any of the expansions, but just, I don't want to like spoil it for anybody who hasn't played it, but like the first opening mini story that happens that takes you into this world was like, I think it would get you even if you haven't played Destiny 1, but being a guardian for three years of my life, like having this really dramatic thing happen to your character that carried over, so it's my same character from before, and there's just like a really great soundtrack and everything like just really gets you in the feels, and I was like, man, this is gonna be an adventure. And I've played through a good chunk of the story so far, and they really like make you emotionally invested in these characters that you have to go find and save and bring back to continue the fight, to take back your homeland. And it's like, yeah, this is the Destiny 1 I wanted. This is what it should have been. And so I think that's what's really making me excited is it's like, this is what I wish we had to start with, but it made the wait worth it. So I like Destiny. <laughs> yeah, man. It's real good. Now, you're, are you a longtime original Destiny fan? Yeah. So I've similar been, thing, and you're introducing Grace to it. Yeah, like Grace I, likes it. She well, she's home, and I was like, you, I'm gonna be playing this nonstop. You should play it. She's like, I want to play, so she played. Uh, she's she's playing a uh, warlock right now. She has yeah. a space wizard. Um, I'm playing a titan. Uh, she's just going through the story right now. I think we're to play today. I sort of ran through everything. I'm level 20, level like 240 power. You're 20 already. Oh yeah. Dude. I'm, I'm also like gearing up right I was spending last night gearing up the one thing I'll say about this game is they do a really aside the story is awesome and I love that their story it's fucking fantastic but they do a great job like uh giving you like a le some level of gear progression early mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. uh, without spoiling too much like they make you feel powerful and give you cool shit uh throughout the entire 
game rather than just at the end. And it, like you are to some extent still just cycling out gear while you level, but to some extent you're getting really cool stuff. Um, you get an exotic fairly early on. Oh yeah. That's the thing I wasn't gonna spoil, but there it is. No, that's I don't feel like that's. That's much in the of a first spoiler. like hour of it's, gameplay. Here's the thing that makes it not a spoiler is you'll be walking around uh, the common areas and be like, that guy's got yeah. wings. That's yep. true. Why is that guy got wings? Oh, that's he's true. wearing an exotic. And it's like, wait, he's level seven. Yeah. yeah. How did that happen? So the thing that I was, aside from the story, uh, the thing I was most excited about was how they were gonna change the open world areas of the game, uh, and. To some extent, they delivered. Uh, there's a couple things that they said that aren't necessarily true, uh, but in, in in as a whole, the open world has a lot more to offer. Uh, and specifically, like after a certain point in the story, like if you don't, uh, if you're playing it in the beginning and you're going through these, like uh, they're not they're not called like you don't patrol anymore. They're patrols, adventures. They're adventures. There are patrols actually. There are patrols. They, yeah, that's they the have thing. Not they, I do they like this. Like, would you like to go on an adventure? Yeah. yeah. Yes, adventures. I would. So, so the the patrols unlock later. There there are things called challenges, which replace bounties. So every map daily will I think it's daily will have uh, like you hit the director and it will pop, or you hit your ghost and it will pop up three challenges per uh, per uh, like strike world, world. and crucible. I believe both have them. You like yes. you pick up yeah. your your dailies automatically, missions. pretty much. No, but but if you go if you launch to the world, every world has their own challenges gotcha. as well. Like a, just um, in the patrol area. Right. Gotcha. Right. So um, patrol strike so, and cruise. Yeah. So and, like and then the, in addition to that, all the public events yeah. will just like pop up. Public whenever. events so, telling so you when they're going to happen is great. the greatest that's thing amazing. that's ever happened to me. So the map is like it's amazing. You you see where the public events are happening. You have different teleportation points. If you if you say, I want to go to that public event, and you track it, it'll actually highlight the closest fast travel, and you can just go right there. Um, it has little symbols for world treasure chests, which give you tokens. Mm -hmm. Every uh, every world has a, a, a currency that when you're doing public events, when you're opening chests, when you're fighting special enemies, you get a currency, and you go back to uh, what, whoever the guy you talk to in, in that area is. You have like a contact, a local contact. Right. Yeah, there. and then you, and you turn in those, he'll give you those and then faction. you like yeah. level up your reputation yes. with them. It's, it's not even, it's not even rep. It is rep. You know, you know, yeah, Taylor Swift is all about that. Yeah, <laughs> I think it kind of replaced the Dead Orbit uh, mm -hmm. faction. It, it totally thing. did. It um, totally did. And instead of everybody being gathered on the tower, every, like you said, every world has a contact, yeah. so you can buy armor and guns and build reputation with a specific contact yeah. on that planet. And it's not, it's so, not like with with Dead Orbit and and those where you you have to build up to like level two or level three. Right. It's just like as long as soon as you give them enough stuff, you get an Engram. And it, there's no levels, it's just you keep... So you do have to be level 20 to actually claim it. I've yes. already unlocked yes. an Ingram and I couldn't get it. I, I did the, the same I was, thing. I was like, I'm going to get all these. I leveled up my reputation and it says, ah, and then it it come back so, when fuck you off, level kid. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Like, oh, man. You're I'm not only, old enough to touch I'm this yet. I'm only like level 7. Get out of here, baby. <laughs> they, they made some interesting changes. You don't level up guns anymore. Like, you, yeah. you, you make them higher power level, but you don't go through and like unlock, unlock the different yeah. perks. Uh, they're just all unlocked to begin with, and that's great because you can just like as you're leveling and you get blues, you can switch the scopes out and things like that. But it, it, I kind of like that, especially with exotics of like I finally got this gun. Now I'm gonna work with it for a while to unlock like its true power and the mm -hmm. thing that makes it really cool. Well, there does seem like there, and I haven't gotten too deep into it. I've just seen the slots, but there are now modification the, the, slots. Something. Yeah. So the mods like uh -huh. the as far as I've seen, the good ones are like adds five damage. Which, okay. which is which is significant adds five power level, which is significant yeah. because it like it means that you, you can make your gun a higher power level with just a mod. Um, but I haven't seen anything too crazy. It, it's generally like 
as damage or for like a helmet slot. It's like you handle your weapon faster. Have it's, you? It's, it's 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 perks you've already seen on armor. Yeah. But brought into a mod. Have you gotten any of those yet? Yes, I have. Where a lot. do you get them, and are they? In, can you take them out and put? So they're consumable. <laughs> I've got they? them through uh, through the micro transactions. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, no. no. Yeah, so that's uh, it's that's, a little scary. So they actually they actually removed. Nope. Uh, there was it, you can get them in other ways, I believe. I don't know how. Uh, maybe through rewards. You're level twenty. So you don't know. That's scary. first, first off, well, there's still I'm still exploring the game. So first off, you do get bright engrams, which are the the, the ones you buy for real money mm -hmm. uh, throughout just playing the game. I, I've been level twenty. I've gotten like three since yesterday. And that's where mm -hmm. your like and your I, shaders are. And yeah, it's where your shaders are. Your your cosmetic items and some mods. But shaders work very differently. Oh my gosh, yeah. shaders are one that's, use. That's everyone's biggest this complaint. Is, yeah, this so, is like the the one complaint I have about Destiny Two so far is what they've done. First with shaders, but second with microtransactions. Mm -hmm. so, so one, shaders being a one-time consumable. Why would you do that? And it's, it's uh, so yeah, shader is a one-time consumable, and it's per armor piece. Yes. What? As well. Yes, yes. You do not, piece. a shader is no longer applied to your entire body, So, which is, means you have more customization options. Not. But if you want, like, one shader applied to everything, you need four? Or is that it? More than, than weapons. And yeah, you need so, to, let me guess, it's all randomized with, bullshit with, that you have to pay for to get more bright engrams to get more shaders? With, that with, is where with, microtransactions With, with yes. the microtransactions, they, they actually removed something from them. Because um, I actually I got a few legendary mods, which are like, the, it's the best ones. You, you add five damage to a weapon. Unless that's they have exotic. They don't. Okay. Uh, as far as I can tell, yeah. at least. Um, but those are the best ones, and those were in microtransactions, and they actually removed them because people were complaining. Because because it is like you pay money, you get something that will give you f extra five power on your weapon. Uh -huh. yeah. uh, but they removed them sometime yesterday. Um, well, for the most part, rid of them, or did they move them somewhere accessible to not a paywall? Uh, they moved, removed them from the microtransactions. I'm assuming those things still exist in the game. Right. Uh, but th I will say there is no like. There is no shortage of gear to get in this game, like in terms of really quick. Like I was going through and just doing all the chests on, on the planets. Mm -hmm. uh, those give you a ton of the currency, which you can turn in for gear. I was turning in my weapon parts. That gives you a ton of currency. There are challenges that give you currency. There are uh, the milestones, which are your, if you hold L2 on the map, yeah. the, or the director, those give you a ton of different things to do. Um, the game's fucking good. And you know what I did is the strikes, and I was so impressed with the strikes, dude. Yeah. I haven't done them all. I think there's five, and I've done two. Can, um, now, have you gotten, since you've gotten, uh, you beat the story? Uh, I've actually not beat the story. No? I'm, I'm on one of those <clears throat> later missions. I'm curious if, because uh, so far I haven't seen an option to do something hard. Um, you, you In Destiny 1, you could run oh, it normal right. or run it on, like, you know, right. well, and then they made it, like, run it on hard, medium, me or mm -hmm. easy. Um and so far, every story mission that I've run, it hasn't really been a challenge. I haven't seen that either. Okay. Um, and I don't see where to replay them. I, I believe that's something you can do once you beat the story, but I haven't done it, so I can't say. Fair enough. Um, I will say, even on the strikes, uh, the, as far as I can see on the map, there was no... Maybe I haven't gotten to this point in the, in, right. the, in the milestones, but there's no strikes on the map. You go to the strike playlist, and there's normal and there's nightfall. Um, okay. I don't know that there's anything in between. Uh, Have you tried a nightfall yet? No, because you need light around 260, and I think I'm 240. Okay. I so. would think that because the clan servers haven't even opened and the raid isn't even out yet, 
that maybe when all of that starts to drop, that's when they're going to add the extra levels and such because like the strike's not even out yet so like or not the strike the raid so you can't even have a raid hard mode because there's not even a raid hard mode did traditionally follow after the release of the primary raid too. exactly so i'm thinking that probably since it's Mm -hmm. day two of destiny it'll it'll come Eventually. Yeah, so well, I mean, it makes sense too to give people reasons to mm-hmm. you go through, do the story, do your strikes, do that stuff, and then after come that, back. they give you a reason to come back. Well, so the, maybe that's something they'll add a month in. The the downside to that though is, uh, so the mission difficulty doesn't seem to scale with your level no. at all. So having played some Crucible, I'm now way over leveled for the recommended light for any mission. I felt like I was that way even just playing through the story Pretty immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, which again, it's it's I'm nitpicking. Like it's still very enjoyable, but it's not like uh, I don't feel like I'm challenged playing it. They make up for it by making there, interesting missions. I've played some parts even when I was above the light level that were like somewhat of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, like certain bosses with just shit spawning everywhere. Uh-huh. Uh, that campaign man is like really good and also like lengthy. I, I think I played it for eight to ten hours and I'm That's most great. most of the way through, but like I'm not done yet. Yeah. And that says something to me. Like with I think with like some of the expansions, like the the Rise of Iron one, I was like, oh, I played for an hour and a half. I'm done. Like uh-huh. you know, uh, uh, on top of that, like aside from like raid content, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. On top of that, like there's so much to do with the maps. Like have you ever played Guild Wars two? Oh yeah, wow, back in the day. This is kind of like the maps are kind of like that, where every every world you have like different sets of things to just check off a list mm-hmm. and get rewards for. So you have like the chests and the the lost sectors, and you have the adventures and challenges. Mm-hmm. Fucking good, dude. Right. How do you guys feel about the subclass, the way that works now? Because you start with one subclass. I and then you love it. That's my biggest complaint. Really? Well, okay. So the way, let me explain it first, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. So the way it works uh, in Destiny Two is you start with the new subclass. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, I'm playing hunter, so it's the arc strider. Right. Yes. Uh, Wait, Ryan, can you, I guess? Are you a hunter? I am a hunter, but my titan. I'm you're playing a, titan a main. warlock. I'm a warlock. Okay. I'm a warlock you're through, titan. Through. Yeah. I'm All normally right. a titan main, but I, really? I went hunter just to. Uh, Keep the like in our in to be Captain Hunter, America. I wanted to have some yes to be or not Captain America. You're uh, night, you have a staff. Night, no, I just wanted to keep like a, a distribution in the achievement office because ah. usually Gavin's our, our hunter, but he's you know out for a while. So oh, that makes sense. So night um, hunter. But so you you start with that class and then randomly opening a chest, which uh, chests drop at the end of uh, this is sort of a weird thing where public events now at the end of it there's a chest or you kill certain enemies in the world there'll be mm-hmm. a chest or they'll just be the random loot chests but you randomly when you're opening one of those you'll get an item that if you attune with it which is just kill things uh, or do you, public events or or play crucible crucible uh, is I think maybe the best way to do it because I in one game got like 50 percent uh, mm-hmm. progress on attuning with it uh, but then once you're attuned with it you take it back to the source of your power. I don't know if we're, it's not really a spoiler. That's kind of a spoiler. No, the source of your, oh. your new light source. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, which I have a, a story quirk about that too. But anyway. How you're the only one to get it? Yeah. It's, even it's when you're weird. Yeah. with other people. It's so yeah, weird. It all happens. Uh, yeah. Hi, other guys on my team. Oh, wow. That one, I'm, you're I'm the one guardian, man. Everyone, you're the one guy that's good now. Isn't the, don't everyone you like else, hanging out with the yeah, one guy? So yeah. weird. Anyway, uh, it's, they could have easily just said, like, uh, yeah, everybody go over there. Yeah, yeah. wow. Look at this thing. Um, anyway, so you, you get that item, you tune with it, then you go back to the place you got your power back, and uh, 
then you're granted the the subclass, which in my case, the first one I found is the golden gun for the hunter. Um, I've already seen that Jeremy has striker and the the hammer guy. Same. Mm -hmm. so, I avoid Walker. So okay. Like, the, the, it's, it's so one. weird yeah. that you say that, because I was playing yesterday, and I was like, okay, I want to get my subclass. So I was like, how the fuck do I do that? And I, I looked on the map, and I saw an adventure. I was like, oh, upgrade point. That must mean where I get my subclass. So I did the mission, and I got my subclass. And I assumed that by doing the mission, I got the subclass. Oh. And then, But then later, I was just walking around, and I opened a chest, and I got a subclass relic. And I'm like... Wait a fucking second. And then I realized, like, it was just happenstance. Like, yeah. that, that adventure didn't actually give me my subclass. Right. I just happened to think it would, and it did. Um, but that's not actually my biggest complaint. Because that, yeah. that's fine. They, they seem to be fairly common. They, pace it, well, they, they yeah. pace it well, and I think those missions are really fun. Uh, it's the way they introduced, like, the new subclasses when they did it last time uh, in Destiny 1. But um, my biggest complaint is I was playing uh, Captain America, mm -hmm. um, the new... The new Whatever defender subclass yeah. for the Titan. It's like Captain America, Mercy, and Nightwing are right. the new subclass. So, I love that class. I think it's really fun to throw a shield. Uh, however, you can you can break out. The skill tree works in this way. Every every class has a skill that carries over to every skill tree, every subclass. Mm -hmm. um, so with the, with the Titan, it's the shield, and you can either get a tall shield or a short shield, whatever. Then you have your different jumps, and the jumps are relatively the same, but you can you can mix and match those. You can mix and match the shield. Uh, type you can mix and match your grenades, and then you have two other things, which are like the code of X and the code of X. Um, if you want, so for example, I went up to the top one because I liked the melee of it. It was like when you melee, you get an overshield, badass. I yep. like that. Um, but then like the rest of the abilities were like, oh, I, well, I don't really want my super to turn into a bubble shield. I want it to be my super. However, you can't mix and match the melee from up here mm -mm. and the, the 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 additions from down here. It is you get that whole node or the whole node. So not be like basically, I not playing that class because. The bottom melee is a chart. You have to like run into it and then melee, mm -hmm. and that to me isn't. It's, it's too situational. Do you know like, what that reminds me of, though? That reminds me of old Destiny One leveling. When now that we have our um, recovery and everything on the outside, mm -hmm. it's in our our armor yeah. and such yep. instead of and and we don't have intellect and strength anymore. That's just yeah. I really like the fact that they, that they that they streamline that and all of the skill nodes feel like significant. Right. But that reminds me of when you had to pick the way of the this or the way of the that in Destiny One. Totally. Right. Like, but, 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 which is but frustrating. But in Destiny One, you could you could mix and match your melee. You could. And, and the yes. fact that you can't, like, I will take if you want to tell me that, like, I need to take all of these three things because they all work in conjunction and they've 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 like laid it out that way because that's mm -hmm. how it's balanced. Fine. Mm -hmm. But like, I want to be able to use the melee that gives me an overshield instead of the melee that makes me like sprint into someone because sprinting into someone to Melee is like very, very, very situational and no, not, I, not the best. I 100% sure. agree. It just reminds me of totally destined those because I remember being forced to pick like you never recover, <clears throat> but goddamn, are you fast or I, I you are that. you know it was like such the, a boring skill tree. It was such the worst skill tree. Like I'm happy with these new skill trees, yeah. but I do kind of wish there was a way because I liked being um, I always call myself a very smart warlock. I liked being able to get my super back in like 10 minutes because <laughs> my intelligence was like through the roof. Or if there was. Uh, if you're playing Prison of Elders and it was like, you get more points for grenades and so your strength was just like through the roof. Yeah. And so you could just throw, <clears throat> was it strength or was it, whatever was for grenades. I forget. You could like throw three. grenades every yeah. two seconds. Yep. And it was just crazy. I kind of missed the fact that you can melee, mod yourself to situations that yep. you know you'll, 
Bring me that coffee. Yes. <laughs> this is a compliant coffee. I didn't mean to interrupt. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Um, but uh, I, I'm liking the the new streamlining that Destiny yeah. Two is doing. I, I love the skill trees, yeah. except for that. Except one, for that one thing. Um, there are other things. Uh, there, there's one thing that they sort of promised that they didn't deliver on. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess technically you could say they did. Uh, they said that there would be like, you're gonna explore this open world and you're gonna find like camps and you're gonna go talk to these people. And technically like, it, it's, it's laid out very mechanically. Like you open up a planet, you do the first mission and then you have your contact who's right there when you spawn into the world. Mm -hmm. And that's the person at the camp. But re really that's just like, that's your world NPC. But you're not like exploring the world and stumbling across a group of people that need your help. It's right. not that way. It, mm -hmm. It's so that was kind of like a, a miss on the mark for me. What I thought was cool was like, I was exploring and they were like, hey, when you see this symbol, that means that there's something deep buried inside there. And you know, I found one of those, I'm like, oh, it's a lost sector, but then I realized they were marked in the map. But there is stuff to do in the map. They're really fun. I think the worlds are like awesome mm -hmm. and all have their own personality. I think Titan is maybe my favorite if it weren't so small. Uh, the way Titan is all like on these like, floating mm. platforms, yeah. these Titan giant is waves. really beautiful. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. I also um, that it's raining constantly yeah. and it's against the screen. It's really. Yeah, I think cool. EDZ is, is my my current favorite, but. I also like that uh, you find a Titan on Titan. <laughs> I, I laughed. I was like, "Did you do that on purpose?" Dude, her shoulders are amazing. <laughs> right? They're like wider than the truck. She's <laughs> she's buff. Yeah. She's ready to go. Um, there there is some being now that I'm max level. There is some differences from max level destiny one uh first off the the loot treadmill is a lot quicker so you will gear up fast like i was only max level for a, like three or four hours last night and i almost have all not only epic gear but like i'm level 240 light i think max is 300 so like i assume by tonight i will be pretty far progressed like that's pretty quick it's really quick mm -hmm. for destiny destiny normally like is a, is a slog well but are they going to replace that grind with the grind to get mods and the grind to get exotic that's a good question so definitely not exotics though because exotics are super fucking common really and that is kind of when you, when, weird. When you see, i got an exotic engram and when, i'm when you not see, high leveled yet and i was like right what when you see it in the story uh -huh. it's like awesome they're giving these as quest rewards but I assume the rest will be rare. But no, like if you do a heroic public quest, you have a really good chance of getting one. Uh, by the way, you can make public quests heroic by completing sort of un unnamed objectives. Like for example, with the spider oh. tank, when the spider tank drops in, he drops these little spider, or these little uh, arc uh, balls. And you, yeah. you're, you if, pick if you, one up and deliver it, If right? you put those in, there, yeah, there are uh, six nodes to put them in to unlock like like Weapons, scorch cannons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you do all those before the spider dies, a second one will spawn. You'll get more, oh. you'll get more mm -hmm. loot and a really good chance what, of a second exotic. spider will spawn? Yeah, and, and a really good I chance of an exotic Engram. But, but the point of that is, is by the end of the game, I, like I was playing yesterday for a few hours, I have like four or five exotics already. Mm -hmm. um, just by doing heroics, uh, just, by, just by doing, I will say like one of those did come from uh, a powerful reward, which is an Engram that gives you a good chance of exotics from, from my milestones. But like, I feel like exotics are not that uncommon now, mm -hmm. which... To me, it's like that was sort of the. They felt very means, special. But at the same time, do you think there will be another level then that they haven't really talked about? Oh, like super, super exotic. Yeah. Hmm. Like uh, instead of, of gold, world, it's just lunar. Uh, hold on. <sighs> or like a some, something that'll boost its power that you have to kind of grind for. I'm sure cool. there'll be more of those like, because uh, <clears throat> that was one of the cool things they added later in Destiny One was the exotics that you had to acquire by doing very specific. 
collection, mm -hmm. kill kind of. And and I, I don't know if those exist. I'm sure they do because those were super popular in Destiny One. Right. Um, I haven't gotten any of those, yeah. but I will say like so far, just getting exotic engrams and random exotics are it's pretty easy. But at the same time, I do not miss every time Zura came into the tower buying 53 of coins. I think Zura still. Around, right? Is he? Well, we, we don't know. know. But I mean, like, but it was, you know, towards the end of Destiny 1, it was like, all right, everybody, pick up your weekly three of coins. We're going to go into the strike playlist, pop your three of coins before you kill the dude, and then everybody would be screaming because, like, five hours later, no one got an exotic. Yeah, no, to like, totally. I'm very happy the, to not have to do the that. The balance anymore. before was bad. I think the balance now is still a little, it, it swung a little too far. It I didn't agree. meet in the middle enough. Yes. Um, but maybe with the adding of the raid and the harder difficulties and as time goes on, because once again, it's day two. It's day two. Yeah. It's day Listen, two. Dude, we don't know what's the, coming. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm still like still very much exploring the game yeah. and seeing what it has to offer. I uh, hope it does swing the other way and meet in the middle there. Yeah. Because getting that exotic like uh -huh. 20 minutes in, I'm like, this is not Destiny yeah, 1. What? <laughs> how, let me ask you this. How do you feel about how the weapon system works now? So the, the new tweak to that is uh, you've got two weapon slots, a kinetic and a... Uh, energy weapon slot. Both of them can be any weapon type, essentially. Like, you can get a submachine gun in either one. You can get a hand cannon in either one. Um, and then... I hate it for snipers. I hate uh, yeah, it. I hate and then it so sniper much. Sniper rifles, shotguns, fusion rifles, rocket launchers. Grenade launchers. Swords. Grenade launcher and sword. SMG. SMG is not. No, no, no. no, no, that's for the. Yeah, all of those fall into the heavy weapon. Yes. Power yeah. weapon. Power weapons. No, heavy. It's, 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 it's primary, it's secondary, and heavy. Yes. Yeah. Um, I. Don't have a problem with it, except for snipers. Snipers and is probably rough. shotguns, to be honest. I don't like that. Sh a shotgun can be a heavy weapon. Shotguns better for PvP, so people aren't like the game doesn't devolve into just shotguns. Yeah. But I mean, and shit. honestly, it, it, in PvP, it seems like it's so far been way more useful to have a shot or a rocket launcher. Anyways. Yeah, rock rocket launcher in PvP. So the shotgun is just gone. Yeah. In PvP. It's man. It's I like it for the fact that you can interchange. Like having an exotic or having a hand cannon in my second uh -huh. slot and, and whatever, but it's a bummer not being able to use the sniper rifle when I want to. Uh, the, uh, well, I guess the other thing that's of note with that is the energy weapon has a uh, elemental damage to it. So you can have any of the primary weapon types with elemental damage if mm -hmm. it's in your energy. But that's, that's so weird to have like, well, oh, I now have a void auto rifle in my secondary slot, and it's like, and I have a sniper rifle as a heavy. It's just weird. That's just yeah. hanging out there with no bullets. So, so the one thing I will say I found out is that the uh, the PlayStation exclusive exotic sniper rifle. Oh no! Is like, it, I don't know how useful it is because it's not a it's a power weapon. Uh -huh. It replaces like a rocket launcher, but it has the ability to switch between elemental type. What? So, wow! So like it can, you can just cycle between them. So that's just the only sniper rifle you ever need for a Yeah, and it's and it's a high impact sniper rifle. Damn. Yeah. So Really? Fuck. Damn. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't love that. I, I really wish as someone that used to use a sniper rifle a lot, mm -hmm. which maybe in PvE it won't be so bad, because the power ammo seems to drop pretty regularly in PvE. Mm -hmm. Um still. I haven't seen uh ammo packs. Have you Mm -mm. Still buy ammo. Uh, no. I haven't seen ammo packs, or I haven't seen consumables like um, the wax idols that you can start mm -hmm. killing Vex and glimmer. get glimmer. The, I haven't seen any consumables. Glimmer is like super not a fucking problem. That's true. Yeah. I is there a, what's the cap on it? A hundred thousand. Okay. Yeah, uh, so, I got to like 
fifty thousand real quick. Yeah. What do you spend it on? Because I have so eventually in the story you will unlock uh, the ability to talk to Cade in in the farm, and he sells uh, things like um, these booster not boosters, but they'll, they'll detect. Uh, Treasure chests gotcha. on planets as you walk by them for four hours for like twelve hundred glimmer. Uh, later on, he also sells treasure maps, I, which you then I think go. My, my character, I've equipped something. I had some that. piece it's of ghost. equipment. It's a ghost. Uh, oh, it's the ghost. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Yeah, I have the ghost uh, that uh, from the. But only works oh, in the, the dead zone. Yeah. But but also those only detect region chests where, oh. where his boosters detect just the randomly spawned chests. Gotcha. I see. Uh, oh. But yeah. I mean, also I if you want to boost levels quickly and you have a hundred thousand glimmer, you can just go to insert contact on planet here and buy like, you know, all the gear, all the weapons if you mm -hmm. like them, and just boost yourself up a couple few power levels. Yeah. I'm gonna keep saying light. It's light. It's yeah. They've. they've Futzed around with the, the wording a little bit, but it's yeah. still light. It's still light. It's still heavy. Yeah, I do like that it's no longer necessarily a slog to find stuff. They've mm -hmm. even replaced the, you know, for upgrading, well, I guess you don't really upgrade anymore. There's not upgrading weapons anymore. There's not, as, as you mentioned earlier, and you, so you don't need those resources. You used to have to look around on the planet. They still exist, sort of, but you find there's a certain type for each zone, and you take that to the... the rep dealer basically yeah. and just turn them in I there's other uses that i haven't seen yet. i still kind of yeah. miss i'm gonna say i miss the the intellect and strength and everything i miss getting pieces of armor and going max intellect going max strength like picking out my my balance for my character well, that I, day. I think you're still you're still doing that mm -hmm. by the gear you choose and actually True. the mods and the, yeah. i think the, it's the, the mods that i'm gonna the helmet helmets out. like you can choose to have a high mobility mod that's true or you can have a helmet that gives you like uh, a better handling on your hand cannon. Which I haven't I do. encountered uh, mods and putting them on yet. Are they easy to switch in and out? So I actually haven't because I'm so scared because of the way shaders work. Um, <laughs> You're worried that if you take the mod off, it's just gonna poof. So Poor fucking, buddy. So for like. Let me see. Look, when, I, you, when, you, when you buy a I feel it on the shader thing. No, I'm my listen, that. my poor hunter looks like just a little scared. He's, he's gonna look cool. Don't worry. When you when you get when you get a ship at the end of the game, mm -hmm. uh, not the end of the game. Well, basically. The lady who does silver will give you a couple engrams throughout the game. Uh, at the end of the game, she gives you one, and you get a ship in it. And ships actually have a little slot in them for modification for not only shaders, but there's a thing called telemetry. So when you when you spawn or when you teleport in, that little like that little whatever that looks like, the little blue. Oh, like in Halloween, it was stuff. bats. Exactly. So now you can customize that. And then the, oh, my ship cool. came with one, and it was like this is an, em an emblem. And I was like, cool, that looks cool. But I have all these other ones because I, I bought the, a few packs. And so I decided to swap one in, and it just gets rid of the old ones. Yeah. So, like, those are not things you can swap in and out. And I assume mods are going to be the same way where you get a mod, you put it on, it's permanent. If you put a new one on, the old one's gone. See, and that's what bothers me uh, because when in Destiny 1, you just, you know, pick between two versions of a helmet, a strength helmet or an intellect helmet, you, you, you just flipped them back and forth. You yep. flipped them. You From what I can find, Adam, it, it does look like once you apply a mod in Destiny 2, it's tied to that weapon and you can't get it back. There well, go. there you go. Uh, so it's, yeah, some, some of that stuff is a little bit weird. Yeah, so as someone who I played a little bit of Destiny 1, but I fell off very, very quickly, uh, it did feel like a shooter with a couple loosely connected pieces, but mm -hmm. the, like, the story connective tissue wasn't all that strong, yeah. and I was out. I... Uh, had other games that I moved on to, and so even when the 
uh, expansions came out that, uh, you know, everyone was saying, they fix all that stuff and they make it way better. I just didn't care well, enough time, yeah. to go back. So uh, Destiny 2 is not 100% new experience for me, but it's pretty darn new. Yeah. And uh, it, overall, I find it uh, very easy to understand it, all the stuff that you're doing. You go into your menu, you can look and say, this gun is more powerful, this head thing is more powerful. Also, it makes me kind of look like a robot, which I'm on board with. Yep. Uh, here, like, here's the different weapon types. Okay, here's the, the white and the green and the purple ammo that you pick up. And so all that stuff feels very intuitive. Like, I don't have to think too much about it and go like, I don't know where to get ammo. Uh, the It controls great. Mm -hmm. uh, the beginning of the game as it takes you through and introduces you to the different mechanics, wonderful. Game looks amazing. To be fair, I've been, uh, I spent most of my time playing it on PS4 Pro, so that I may have some uh, influence there on just how good it looks. Even, even on a regular PS4, it looks fan fucking tastic. On a regular Xbox, it looks yeah, really great. Looks yeah. Great. Um, can't wait to see it on PC. Yeah. yeah. Now, apparently, I'm going to have to start over like a sucker. Yeah. Oh, just play a different class. Be like a whole new game. No, nah, I really like the Hunter class. <laughs> I, I, you know, um. Am I the only one that had one of each? I, I had one of each in the. the well, it's like, because I'm not you had one of each uh, in Destiny 1. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, I had a max level, well, I had played the game through with, with one of each class. I think Same. by the end of the game I did, but definitely early on I, was, I focused on one character. Yeah, I think, probably when, gonna... I think right now I'm going to focus on just my Titan, and then when PC comes out I'll reroll Titan and then do all the other ones as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. But I'm not going to commit to that. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm like my hunter right now. And um, I, like getting introduced to the abilities, I actually kind of liked spending time with the Arc Strider um, subclass before unlocking another one mm -hmm. because uh, it did feel like, okay, I get to know this and know when to break out its power, which is uh, anytime something yellow with a shield comes up that looks like it's gonna it's... you know, make lunch meat out of me and then yep. bam, uh, it absolutely destroys everything. Yep. It really feels great. Uh, the introduction where it uh, essentially, you, you, you're feeling cool, you're doing cool stuff and then it takes it all away uh, and then you, you feel like a weak, puny little human uh, is, Really great. It, it once you actually get abilities back, you're appreciative of them. <laughs> I like all of that stuff. Like double jump. Oh my god. Oh god. Not having double jump for that little section, I was like, man, taking that for granted. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it, it does make me did make me feel a lot more appreciative once I got mm -hmm. those things. Uh, I really like the farm. I like the the European Dead Zone. Uh, Titan is beautiful. I really like all of the different settings that they that I've seen so far. I haven't seen a ton. I've played a couple of hours. I'm um, like level 10. I mostly wander around. I'll get to an area, do uh, any adventure thing I see, do a bunch of public events and just, you know, faff around a little yeah. bit, enjoying the sort of area. Uh, and that's all been really great. I'm doing it 100% solo. Again, it's, it is, a you know, the fact that the rest of my family is doing it on Xbox uh, sort of, you know, yeah. so, and I don't really, I've never played online PS4 stuff, so I don't have like a PSN friend network. So, so far I've been playing it all alone and it's been totally fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've been it's, playing this all. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. The story is definitely written as if you're the only one. So. It's true. Yeah, it's that's kind of, the, yeah. the one thing that, uh, and we touched on it earlier, that I've, mm -hmm. there's the tiny disconnect around like, you're the hero. Mm -hmm. 
surrounded by many other heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Destiny 1, too. It was like, you're the only one to save the Traveler and the Speaker. And I'm like, you, what about the other millions of people? Or, or, or even like I played it in co-op. It's like, what a, well, they were there. Right, Which, they helped. To some degree, I get. Because in a campaign, yeah. you're the hero. In a multiplayer game, everyone's a, you know, everyone's mm -hmm. got an equal opportunity hero. Mm -hmm. But uh, the campaign so, is multiplayer. Right, yeah. so it's tricky to balance those elements. That's the only thing where I'd be occasionally be like, yeah. It's a tiny, tiny little complaint, though. It's honestly. just like so suspended. It really is. It's a, it's a little, little nitpick. Uh, it's just, a, it's one of those things where you hear it, and it's just, it just for that split second, it takes you, kicks you out of the immersion because you're like, mm -hmm. you're like that's not, and that's not true. Up. Yeah. Uh, but overall, the the weapons handle great. Uh, I mostly think that because I'm able to get as plenty of headshots, <laughs> uh, and that always makes me feel very, very good. Uh, Navigating through when you're on, if you're encountering like a random little area, navigating through that, super easy. If you're on a mission, navigating through that, super easy. Boy, you missed the sparrow early on, though. Oh, do we get I those do, except there's No, well, you get them max level. Uh, so you get them end of story, or when you get max level, you get a, uh, a bright ingram from Triss, and she'll, uh, it, I think they have them always, but mine have them. I keep trying I to pop my sparrow and nothing uh, happens, and I'm like, oh. Right. I don't know if doing this will get you one earlier in the game, but can't you get like an exclusive one from Pop-Tarts or something? Oh, dude, maybe, yeah. I, I don't know if you get it early. I don't, hmm. it's, I've heard uh, something, yeah. some kind of talk of a Pop-Tart. Pikes so. will rove around on, in the EBZ, yes. which yeah. are I nice. I steal one of those all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, overall, good game. Good game. Ha good everyone, game. Everyone's Very happy with it. I'm sure uh, we'll be... Strikes are fucking really good. At the end of those strikes, like, you open a chest, and it literally spews out engrams and treasure, and just, like, falling everywhere. That is something the Feel game good. has needed so badly. By the way, PSA... You know, a lot of those chests, you open it, and it's literally throwing shit on the ground. Yeah, that you, yeah, you to have pick to pick up. it up. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, yeah but just, just so, to, fair warning, yeah. I, I tested it out. I watched... An engram fall, and I watched a little green triangle, which is your your coins fall. Walked away from it, was in my mail. That's true. That does happen. Well, if you leave something like, behind, it pops up in your mailbox. Including glimmer. Oh, I don't know about glimmer, but glimmer's fucking like because they're, they're they're just glimmer. Big glimmer is of glimmer. That glimmer fall is out a non-issue for me. Yeah, that's fair. I remember having to pop those the consumables every time I went to a raid because I'm like, man, I got a farm for glimmer. Now it's like. Yeah. It, they went through weird everywhere. cycles where it's like, this is useless, this is useless, and it's maxed, and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, here you really need a lot of glimmer all of yeah. a sudden. Also, one more thing that I'm so happy are gone now, uh, element, or the little things that you have to pick up on Mars and Earth and everything, yeah, like the, uh, spin metal. The crafting they're gone. materials. That's, yeah, that's what I mentioned the, earlier. Those like, are in the game. Exist. Well, I mean, they still exist. Like, you can pick them up and you can turn them in yeah, yeah, yeah. to level, but I mean, you don't, you don't need, need spin metal you to need level, level up gun. your guns. No, no, no. And yeah. that's... Wonderful. They're just a bonus. Yeah. You don't have to find them. So I spent I, so many Vanguard points on spin metal. Anything, but nope. I think they're just reps so far. Yeah. It's they, literally just yeah. rep, mm -hmm. which is nice. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Destiny has, uh, I think, I'd say officially kicked off. This is now that we're in the holiday games rush. Yep. Mm -hmm. Would you say like Destiny so or would you say Mario Rabbits? Uh, I think Mario Rabbits. Let's say Mario Rabbits. Either way, we are now sure. we are now in well, the right. holiday games period. So yes. um, we're going to spend a little time uh, just very quickly running down all the games that are going to come out and talking about the ones that we're most excited about. Let's hear it. I, what, so close. Throwing things? Um, all right, so there's... Uh, 
tons of games coming at this holiday. I'm going to run down the list really quickly. Uh, keep in mind the ones that you are looking forward to the most. And yes. um, also, this may not be an exhaustive list. There's always a ton of stuff that comes out on Steam in particular uh, that gets missed. I'm hoping that Stardew Valley for Switch ends up on this list, even though we don't have a date for that yet, because, no, it is with Nintendo for certification, but moving on. Okay, so NAC 2 came out this week. No Destiny 2 came out this week. Um, Donkey did. Uh, Coming out in the future, uh, NASCAR Heat 2 hits PS4, Xbox One, and PC on September 12th. So hot, who cares? <laughs> Pro Evolution Soccer 2018 hits PS4, Xbox One, PS3, Xbox 360. Yes, those are still getting games, and what? PC on September uh, 12th. Divinity Original Sin is hitting PC September 14th. Number two. Yes. Dishonored, Death of the Outsider uh, is hitting PS4, Xbox One, and PC on September 15th. Which is so standalone, right? Yeah, that's the one starring uh, Billy. Yes, it's a standalone, so you don't have to have Dishonored 2 to play. Yeah, it's um, think of it like uh, like Uncharted Lost Legacy. Yes. Where it's like, it's DLC-ish, but it's standalone. Um, let's see, uh, NBA Live 18 hits PS4 and Xbox One September 15th. This is a big week. Uh, NHL 18 hits PS4 and Xbox One September 15th. Metroid Samus Returns hits 3DS September 15th. Then... Get a little bit of a break uh, for like three days. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite hits PS4, Xbox One, PC September 19th. NBA 2K18 hits PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC September 19th. Pokemon Gold and Silver hit 3DS on September 22nd. Pokemon Tournament Deluxe uh, hits Switch on September 22nd. That one's actually coming up really quick. I don't feel like there's been a ton of focus on Pokemon Tournament, but coming out soon. Project Cars 2 hits PS4, Xbox One, PC September 22nd. Blue Reflection hits PS4 and PC September 26th. Danganronpa uh, V3 Killing Harmony hits PS4 and Vita September 26th. Hob hits PS4, PC September 26th. Ruiner hits PS4, Xbox One, and PC September 26th. Cuphead, Cuphead. at long last. Cuphead on Xbox One and PC September 29th. Uh, FIFA 18 is hitting everything, uh, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PS3, Xbox 360, PC, uh, also September 29th. Gundam Versus hits PS4 September 2019th, and Total War Warhammer 2 hits PC September 29th. That's just September. So Quite a list. That is a very long list, particularly for September, October. But just going down this list, even though so many of these games are not for me, there are so many that are, I feel blessed. Lots of options. Hashtag blessed. Because, like, there are a lot of really good games coming. Ryan, what are you excited about? Uh, Shadow of War, uh, Fractured Butthole. Um, let's see, what else was on that list? Wolfenstein, uh, Wolfenstein absolutely. Uh, Call of Duty uh, and Assassin's Creed, I think, are the big ones. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, what can I say? I'm more of a AAA guy. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, also, they, we don't have we don't have a ton of indies on this list. That's true. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's not exhaustive. There are a lot of indie games that they they get their release dates last minute. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, there are a bunch of games that are like later in 2017 that just right. they don't have specific dates. Or These are the holiday dates that I have. 2017. And we like, hope. Which holiday? If there, right. there are multiple of them. Yeah. How about you, Adam? I think the biggest one on that list is Mario Odyssey for me, uh, along with Destiny 2 on PC. Um, yeah. Then, aside from that, like, Wolfenstein looks really good. And I'll check everything else out as it comes. But really, it's Mario and Destiny. On Those PC. are the big ones yeah. for you. Those are the highlights. Uh, Mario, Destiny on PC, Assassin's Creed, and uh, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Nice. Yeah. I think, let's see, gosh. So, Destiny's out. Um, I'm going to play uh, Metroid Samus Returns. 
Oh, I've, also I've been I've been complaining so much about not getting more Metroid that I feel like even though this is a remake of um, you know of Metroid 2, gotta play it. Also, I do need some reason to pull my 3DS out again. It's been yeah. a while, mm -hmm. uh, so I'll play that. Um, Oh, Cuphead, I'm super excited about. Uh, the there there was a video that came out um, though that does everyone's saying it's very very difficult. This has been borne out uh, by some gameplay this week, which we'll talk about in the news. Um, but regardless, still super excited about it. Uh, I'm gonna check out Forza Seven because I really liked um, Forza Horizon Three. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. I know they're they're very very different approaches, but I think that that uh, the Horizon may have got me over the hump into racing games a little bit more. So I'm gonna check. I'm gonna at least check that out. Uh, again, uh, I'm with everyone. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Well, everyone except Ryan. Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, I'm oh, yeah. I'm it's gonna be so about. good, man. But, uh, he throws his hat to things and becomes them. It'd be, a, be, a, be a dinosaur. Arr. Look, it's really, let's be honest, it's a, it's a game about a hat slowly eating a man's mind. Yes. It's all right. It's like The Mask with Jim Carrey, but with Mario instead. Yeah. yeah. I'm all about it. It's going to be great. Um, South Park Fractured But Whole seems like a lot of fun. Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, I'm going to check it out because I'm curious to see how the rest mm -hmm. has uh, helped Assassin's Creed. I want to see if they've improved. The gameplay looks the combat's stellar. totally different. Please it's crazy. Work on the PC. Just please, at launch, please function. Uh, would be great. Mm. You might Let, be asking a lot. Please work on the console. I mean, please have faces. Maybe achievable. Sure. Maybe achievable. Um, Wolfenstein uh, also sounds great. And finally. No, I mean, I guess those are my real big ones as well. And then my final one is not dated, but I want Stardew Switch. Someday. Someday. Did, did you see that uh, Tyree, the guy that oh, yeah, is so making like a, a, a Wizards and Witch Academy game? It's going to be so good. Oh, like, my it's like, fucking like a cross God. Between, like Stardew Valley meets like a Harry Potter. Yeah. 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 Language. Of course I've seen I, uh, That is a game that I'll be. The little screenshot looks so cute with the three little witches like talking in a, in a little group. And I'm like. Yeah. I know this is gonna eat my life. I feel like it's it's got to be very very far off. Oh god, yeah. But so I'm I'm trying not to too hype just yet. But it's oh, supposedly other, called Spellbound. Spellbound, such a yeah. cute name. And the other game that I'm uh, very much looking forward to yeah. for uh, holiday 2017 is Terraria. Oh yeah. It's not a new release, but I'm gonna learn to play it. Good. Uh, Good. I'm excited. I'm excited. I want to play more. So. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like um, you know. Between all of us, there are a couple specific games that it all seems like we're going to be playing, and a lot of the other ones uh, fall by the wayside, which is not to say bad things about those games. I th think maybe we're just a little bit narrower in scope. Like, none of us really get into those sports titles nope. or the, you know, like the crazy fighting games or, or anything like that. So um, there are a ton of games on this list that look super amazing. Actually, if you want to let us know uh, which games you're looking forward to, that may help us get a better handle on what the overall gaming community is looking forward to. So leave those in the comments. Uh, and let's take a couple minutes and just quickly talk about news. There are only, there are a couple like major highlights this week, so I think we'll focus on the top three news sure. of the week. Cool. Lightning news, go. News. Okay, so uh, 
three news items. Uh, first, I mentioned it very briefly um, when Cuphead came up on the list for release later this month, but uh, a video came out. It's a gameplay video from Gamescom. came out from GamesBeat. Uh, it was showing just straight gameplay of the game being played by uh, GamesBeat journalist Dean Takahashi. And it is bad. Is bad? It is. Bad. Admi like, is it admittedly, they, they admit it. That he's no good at platformers. That uh -huh. he's that he's terrible. Uh, it's the thing is, it's um, it's kind of a run and gun game that looks a lot like kind of a classic, yeah. but it looks kind of like you might expect it to play like a Mario mm. game. So he was trying to like jump on enemies instead of shoot at them, and it took a minute and a half to make a like jump dash over a, a wall, that sort of thing. So totally admitted that uh, he's not great, but it's just reignited this huge firestorm about uh, whether game journalists need to be good at games in order to be credible. Hmm. They need to be tolerable at games to be credible. Uh, yeah, well, and, and I think there's two elements to the to the conversation as well, is a lot of people are saying reviewers need to be good, mm. which I agree that reviewers at the very least should be competent. Right. Uh, the, the distinction being that um, Dean, the guy in question who was playing, he doesn't do reviews, he used to. And um, it admits that he was not good at them even then. The, the um, you know, 2007, he actually retracted a, a Mass Effect uh, review because he didn't realize you could like spend upgrade points. I think uh, <laughs> that is serious. Um, oh god. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it may, like maybe that was the ding would be like maybe I don't review games, but he's a wonderful journalist. He actually breaks a lot of stories, digs through court cases. It's a. Uh, I don't know that it's necessarily required to be a good gamer to be a games journalist. I will say you probably get a lot more out of the limited windows you get to play with a game when you get a demo of it if you are good at it. I think that this is a, a story where it's, it's two two piece, two questions of like should you be good at games and, and this guy specifically. I think this situation is one where like he might have been at the event, he might have been the only person that was able to play the game in question and even if it wasn't this kind of game they wanted to get some coverage of it which is like kind of a, like it's just not a great situation to ju judge like a, a story on based on one situation. Like, like if, if you sent me to Gamescom and were like, dude, go play the new the new RTS that's coming out, I'd be like, awesome, I'm going to suck. But, and like, but I'm, go I'm really good at, like, certain games. Like, I'm great at Dark Souls. I'm good at, like, platformers and things like that. But, like, don't ask me to play fucking Sonic, you know? Or, or don't ask me to play FIFA. I'm going to be terrible. Right. Right. You know, uh, um, and, and which I totally understand, but and sometimes you are in a situation, because most outlets aren't uh, huge, yeah. where you're limited to... Like, well, we've only got one guy at the event, so the choice is between having no gameplay and having some gameplay. Uh -huh. You know, then, of course, it's like, well, would no gameplay have been better in this case? But uh, overall, yeah, but, oh, you know, overall, like, I, I feel like I personally, the reviewers should be competent enough to be able to communicate what an average player's experience is going to be like, mm -hmm. but actually shouldn't be too good or they won't be able to relate to the average gamer, but also you need to be competent at that genre. Middle of the road, all the way. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think more than being good at a game, I think a consistent voice across a publication is, is really important. Because mm -hmm. if I, I look at certain publications and if, I know if they give a game a good rating, I'm gonna go out and buy it because I trust their, I trust their word. And I know they're not the best at games, but like I know they're competent and, and like trusted. So I think that's more important than skill.
Yeah. Also, um, whenever someone can acknowledge their bias. Yeah. I like that. Like people like, look, I love uh, '90s style open-ish world collectathons, and I think that uh, you know the ukulele was amazing. It's yeah. like it's good to know because if I'm that guy, then I'm probably going to resonate with this yep. answer. If not, then I can be a little bit more skeptical. Yeah, if you start a review by saying I don't like fighting games and I thought this fighting game sucked, then it's a it's a terrible review. Right. It does no one any good. Right. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, and Mika, uh, I was out of town when this one happened, so you may have a little bit more detail, but uh, yeah. Nintendo mm -hmm. has just lost a lawsuit. This is not the Game Vice lawsuit, but they did lose a lawsuit. There was a, they have to pay uh, $10 million to a company that took them to court over claims they'd copied their tech for the Wiimote. Uh, so again, Wiimote. Wiimote. No, so yeah. this is, no, no, no. The this is, this is, yeah, this is not Game Vice. Um, the company uh, actually makes monitors. For like babies and old people, it's uh, uh, the I've I've fallen down and I can't get up. It's not them specifically, but it's uh, life alert. It's oh, kind see. of life alert. Like one of those like like you like you shake a thing and it, it and it yeah and knows it alerts to contact someone someone that you are injured. Okay. Um, so it's yeah it's there was technology from that in the Wiimote. The uh, accelerate whatever accelerometer accelerometer gyroscoperometer. Um, yeah. but it's so it's all right in on its own not a huge issue. Uh. It's $10 million for a company like Nintendo that's not going to break the bank, uh, but it is a concerning trend. Uh, they have lost a lawsuit over using patented technology in uh, the 3DS, they, so they have to like pay out for every 3DS for the, um, the glasses-free 3D screen. Uh, there's this, and now they are being sued by GameVice, and GameVice actually wants the Switch pulled from shelves. So I, you know, <laughs> I worry a little bit about the trend, uh, but... That's why I'm, there's a shortage. My, my, I don't think that being pulled from shelves is likely to happen, mm. but it's certainly something that GameVice is angling for, yeah. if for nothing else to play For notoriety, hard sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I find it interesting, you know, it's, the, for the Game Vice thing, like, I feel like Nintendo's got a patent, so they should be able to argue, like, good faith. The fact that an accelerometer in a completely different type of product. Like, not even related in the slightest. The it helps old people common. get to the hospital. Right. Uh, <laughs> there must be something no. more specific that they, they have some wording in the patent that was specific to the, both the Wiimote and a life alert uh, <laughs> necklace. I can't imagine what it was, but yeah. Yeah, but it's just, it's a weird little <coughs> bit of news. It's something uh, that I think makes the Game Vice suit worth following. Mm. But also of note that this is for the Wiimote. This is very, very old. Stuff so takes is a when, long time to go through courts. Yeah, we won't be hearing about the Game Vice thing anytime soon. Yep. Yeah, Unless and the, completely um, collapsed. like even the, the Oculus Rift lawsuit with ZeniMax, uh, even that took was over a year to go through. So I think it'll be a while before you hear <coughs> about GameVice, but I now kind of want to follow it more closely because I'm more concerned about it. They'll rule to pull the Switch off the shelves when the Switch 2 3DS XL is out. Yeah. Right, the new Switch XS Oh God. XL. Now with a screen that's not between two controllers somehow. It's <laughs> between four controllers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, now moving on just quickly to the final item of news. Um, it's again, it's not huge, but uh, Denuvo uh, uh -huh. was the DRM protecting Sonic Mania on PC, the cracked cocky, in a matter of cocky days. DRM. Yeah. No longer mm -mm. any really cause to be cocky. So and initially <laughs> when Denuvo came out, it was 
it, like it, it pretty well protected games for a couple of months. And that's the like those early days are when developers want it protected most to keep it off pirate sites as much as possible to drive as many sales as they can. Once you get that sort of several months out, the majority <coughs> of people who could buy it, who would be interested in buying it, probably have. So yeah. they figure that the you know whatever filthy pirates wouldn't have bought it anyway. Filthy pirates. Filthy pirates. Um, but now we're talking days before Sonic Mania. And so now, because the DRM uh, required people to have an online connection in order to play the game, so it's always online, essentially, uh -huh. the people who bought the game legitimately and are dealing with Denuvo are suffering limitations that people who pirated the game don't have. That's always, uh, I mean, been kind of the thing about DRM, and back, going back to the days when you used to have to have the CD and the drive to play something, it was a huge advantage to, I mean, people that bought the game legitimately would still crack it just because that's annoying. <laughs> mm -hmm. Especially with games that you could do the full install and get all the content off of it. It's like, right. well, now you're just wasting my life right. and I bought it. So, no, the DRM is a very two-edged sword. Yeah, so, but it makes me wonder if Denuvo in particular is now <clears throat> over. It was the new hotness, now it's all busted. Uh, and I'm very curious to see what the next hotness in DRM technology is going to look like. It's be it's, called it's Two every, Nouveau. Yeah. Every game is just going to come with a guy with a bat that just follows you. <laughs> yeah. Although, then again, there, there is a question, too, of how necessary DRM is entirely. Uh, obviously, a lot of developers, a lot of publishers think it's very, very necessary because, again, it protects them launch day, launch week, whatever they can get. But then you have publishers as well, like CD Projekt Red, they just announced, uh, you know, not crazy income. It was like 30 million for the half, and they don't do. They're, uh, you know, anti-DRM. Their Steam competitor, uh, GOG, is also non-DRM, uh, and that's really the angle they take: is if you make a good game and you be good to people, they will be good to you. Yep. Hmm. You know, but obviously, not every game is. Amazing, and not every game is not every developer is going to get the kind of community that CD Projekt has managed yeah. to foster that wants to give them their money. Right. Yeah. 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 But so very curious to see what follows Denuvo. I feel like it had better come up pretty quick since people get too used to it. Yeah. They'll be like, I've been living in a DRM free world for too long. I can't go back. I'm, I'm so free. Look at no limitations. Either that or it's just Vinny. Vinny and his bat coming home with you every time. Vinny? Vinny? Yeah. The guy. Nice name. The guy with the bat. Why, 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 why is it going to be Vinny? Okay. Because he doesn't like his name Vincent, so he goes by Vinny. <laughs> Makes him more casual. Yeah. More approachable. Exactly. It's one of the guys. It's just one of the guys. It's just old Vinny. want him to be kind of... Kind of Dudley. Yeah. 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 yeah, fair enough. Vincent does sound pretty formal. Right? Just Would you rather have the bat. Vincent beating the, the shit out of you or Vinny? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I Vincent sounds like he's sending you his resume. You can still be friends with Vinny after he breaks your knee one time. It's true. One time. One time. Vinny's sorry. Once both the knees are out, you're no good to anyone. That's true. All right. Well, on that note, uh, that is this episode of Glitch Please. We will be back next week to talk about uh, more games. Obviously, there are a lot of games to talk about through this holiday season. Uh, and we'll run through uh, some more news, have some cool conversations. If you are a Rooster Teeth First member, we will have an episode of New Game Plus up on the website for you. So you can get a little bit more glitch in your life. Uh, but the good kind of glitch, not the bad kind of glitch. And uh, thank you guys. We'll see you next week. I'm sure. Bye.